Before the fall, yeah. life was simple. Adam and Eve walked and talked with God. They loved each other. They had purpose in co-partnering with God to rule and reign over yeah. the earth. Life was good. Life was straight mm-hmm. and simple. Sin made life complex. Yeah. And Jesus came to make life clear again, yeah. right? Repent for the kingdom of God's at hand. And in Jesus, we are not becoming more complex. We're becoming more clear. Yes. I hate to say simple because people act like that's anti-intellectual. Yeah. No, I feel like Jesus brings incredible revelation that's beyond the intellect of, of the human yeah. mind, uh, let alone empowers the human mind by the Holy Spirit. But here's my point. If it doesn't get back to pre-fall simplicity, yes. it's not going to be life-giving. Yeah. So all the perusing you could do all day yeah. long about every complex issue in America, strategy, in the world, on your soul, in your past, in your present, you need to, it's <laughs> needful to apply that. the grace of God to those areas, yeah. but it's not central. Yes. Jesus is central. My surrender and submission to him is central. My loving obedience to him brings joy to me. Yes. Joy. Absolutely. Is, is as close as a surrender and obedience to Jesus. Come on. Welcome to Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Seibert and the Antioch Movement. Whether this is your first time with us or you've been with us for a while now, our desire is that by the end of our time together, you can say that you've fallen more in love with Jesus and have a greater passion for Him and His purposes in the earth. Thanks so much for joining us. We hope that you enjoy today's episode. It is good to be back podcasting with you, Jimmy. Mm, great to have you back, Brandon. Oh, <laughs> me too. Oh, I'm honored. It is an honor to be here uh, and hosting you being here. <laughs> I know that you just got back from Kona, Hawaii. How was mm-hmm. it? First of all, I know you were suffering for the gospel there in mm-hmm. Hawaii. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> you know, the, it's the people that make everything. It's really. true. And uh, it was great. Not even but, a little bit of the ocean that made it, you know? Well, I had a little <laughs> bit. I was able to jog a little bit in the morning, but we did meetings most yeah. of the day and, and evening. It was kind of an in and out trip. Yeah. So I had to plan a little more extended vacation in the future. Yeah, seriously. We've got a lot of friends out there through the years. You were specifically with the with YWAM, with the Kona base. Mm-hmm. And tell us who you were meeting with and what you were doing there. Yeah, so uh, there were a couple things going on. Um, the main deal was to uh, teach and meet with the Fire and Fragrance DTS. Yeah. Um, it's a great group, about 400 students, uh, mainly from the West, but from all over the world. Yeah. And... Um, and then to do meetings on uh, a country reaching strategy we're partnering with together with our friends from YWAM. Well, that's a whole and, other thing that we could talk about yeah, <laughs> later podcast. That's yeah, a big deal, exactly. exciting deal. Yeah, so there's exciting things on the huge yeah. picture of world evangelization. Yeah. And, uh, but it really just gets down to what we were doing kind of day in and day out. And that was teaching and training DTS students how to share the gospel, make disciples yeah. and plant churches. So it was, it was a great week. That's awesome. Why don't you take us into a little bit of what we were just talking a moment earlier about what you were teaching there. And really, at the end of the day, you're just teaching the simple things that we've always lived by. Absolutely. uh, And you're giving it to these students. And it's stuff that we always need here in Waco, but it's stuff that we need kind of globally as the church. So maybe just take us into a little bit of what 
maybe a miniature teaching, sure. <laughs> if you will, or we can have yeah. a conversation sure. about what you taught yeah. at the DTS. Well, I think that I think that one of the things that I'm convinced of after all these years is that everybody is made to share the gospel, yeah. right? If you know Jesus and the Holy Spirit lives inside of you, you will end up being a limping Christian until you figure out how to communicate consistently uh, the gospel through yeah. your own life. Um, and the, 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 the thing that we talked about was uh, God is not condemning you if you don't share the gospel. He's mm-hmm. inviting you yeah. to be a part of this great adventure that he yeah. made you for. And the reason I say he's not condemning you is because, um, look, God is love. God is forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Through Jesus, we have yeah. entry to the throne room every day, not by our own works, but by grace alone. So God's nature is unconditional love. Mm-hmm. So he cannot not love you because he can't be anything but himself. And I've said this so many times, but we sing songs, we grapple, we pray, we weep, we cry, we talk for hours and hours and hours trying to convince ourselves that God loves us. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, I get it, but look, man, he does love you and you are loved and you are of greatest value. He Mm. created you because he wants you. You're of the greatest Mm. value. You're of the greatest uh, desire of his. He wants to be with you. Um, He's made you for himself. He's not going to change. He is going to be consistently, unconditionally loving in every setting. And because he's put his Holy Spirit within you, that Holy Spirit within you jealously desires to yeah. to express yes. God's goodness and love to those around you. So what happens is because we live in that tension, if we're not sharing the gospel, if we're not effectively caring for others, if we're not looking to the interests of others, we feel cyclically not right. Yeah. And therefore, one person would say it's condemnation. Another person would say it's conviction. But what we tend to do is talk ourselves out of conviction to justify our lack of obedience or responsiveness to God. Or we talk around it for so long and don't just do it. Yeah, 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 exactly. We have all of all these subconscious tricks are are just we're just kidding ourselves. But what what the positive side of it is, we've been invited by God to be a part of the partnership that he created us for. And when when I share the gospel and see the light come on in somebody's life, or just even even the the power of the story, Mm. I get personally renewed. And the more I share the gospel, the freer I get, and the more joyful I get, and the stronger Mm. I seem to, to get because that's what I'm made for. And every time I tell the story, the story's solidified in me. Yeah. And every time I tell the story, it gives God an opportunity to move. Yeah. And, um, and so um, as I was talking and kind of teaching about this, uh, I was reminded of our, our work in Afghanistan and, um, and a, a situation that happened uh, to me. Uh, and that was, uh, we had been in Afghanistan in the middle of, uh, uh, the 90s, and it was Taliban rule, mm-hmm. a lot of civil war, crazy stuff going on. And I uh, came out of a really long trip, really grieved uh, about just the situation there. Yeah. 30 million people, no gathered church. Yeah. And all the pressure in the world was for our guys not to share the gospel. Mm. And we just said, you just can't not do that. You didn't, 
come out here to live and die. You, you, yeah. You've already decided, hey, I could lose my life, but I'm going to lose it for sharing the gospel, yeah. not just for um, being a nice person. Yeah. Please be a nice person yeah. and share the gospel. And that was the team's heart. I mean, oh yeah, were... that, oh, and they and they did it. Uh, yeah. too much sacrifice, right? Even to imprisonment later on. But um, anyway, I'm coming back through, and I'm in uh, Amsterdam, <clears throat> flying back to the states, and I go to bed that night. Just you know, I don't know if I was necessarily thinking about the trip. I was just really tired. Yeah. And I, I have a dream in the middle of the night, and in this dream, uh, uh, I'm with some friends. We're sitting in a living room, and we're talking about the end times, and we're watching mm -hmm. TV, and we're describing, oh, this is that, and this yeah. is what's happening here. And it was like, oh, isn't this cool and interesting that we're watching the end times unfold? Mm -hmm. And I, in my peripheral vision, I hear in the darkness screams going on. And it seems to me, the best I can remember in the dream, it seemed like it was water, dark water, but it could have just been like a dark hole, right? I don't know. Um, but I was hitting my friends and saying, can you hear the, there's people that need our help. We got to go. We got to go. And they said, no, 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 no. Look, this is so interesting. They kept blowing me off. They couldn't mm -hmm. hear the screams because they were enamored mm -hmm. with kind of, the this history piece or whatever it was they were enamored with the and trying to explain the unfolding of the end times rather than rescuing people mm. so i run over there and i'm running into the darkness or the water or whatever it was and i'm literally throwing people on the shore or throwing people into the light yeah and and i'm frantic and i'm screaming at my friends and nobody's listening and i wake up crying and sweating right mm -hmm. and uh because I was so desperate to yeah. get these people uh, to the light or to help. And um, I I've never forgotten that. That was almost 22 years ago, I think, in 1997. And so um, what I was trying to explain to the students is that, you know, we're made to be rescuers, yeah. right? We're, we're made for rescuing. And when we're doing that, we are, being who God's called us to be, we're also being an answer to God's desire, yeah. right? Jesus looked on the multitudes with compassion, yeah. like sheep without a shepherd. And he said, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Pray, uh, you know, for the Lord of the harvest, pray for workers yeah. for the harvest field. And so I, uh, I think that um, if we would quit Lupin and just, faithfully, lovingly, with compassion, pray for the lost, share with the lost, yeah. and be a part of the rescue team. Yes. The joy that we it seems to elude us, mm. uh, the sense of purpose that seems to elude us, would take care yeah. of itself. That's so true. Because we would be those partners yeah. that we were made to be. You know, and and so I, I just would love to cut through it all and say, quit looping. Jesus said Seek and say, you know, Jesus mm -hmm. came to seek and say the lost. He said that we're to be his witnesses and just just do it. And yeah. and if we struggle with doing it, just ask for prayer and help and practicals. And we've done different podcasts about yeah. this. And yeah, there's yeah, yeah. so many great practicals out there. And a lot of times it is simply uh, what I did. I taught everybody their two minute testimony, had them turn to each other, tell their two minute testimony. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that was what was it like before you were saved? Yeah. Tell me your exact salvation experience. I prayed this prayer, 
you know, I shared this, somebody shared this, and I realized I needed, I was a sinner, I needed to be mm-hmm. saved. And then since then, uh, what is it like having God with you yeah. instead of reaching for God? So get that in two minutes. Every day there are two-minute testimony. Yeah. And then we taught everybody the simple bridge diagram mm-hmm. where man's on one side, God's on the other. There's a gulf yeah. between us. Jesus is the bridge yeah. uh, to God. So we taught a simple bridge diagram. And then we taught them how to invite people to uh, read the Bible together. Yeah. And literally, you can just start in the book of John and you just do the basic discovery Bible study. Yeah. What's say about God? What's it say about man? What do you obey? What do you share? Yeah. Or SOS, what's it say? What do you obey? What do you share? Yeah. Just read the Bible with people. Yeah. It's stunning what, <laughs> what, what can happen. And then out of that, of course, then get into house yeah. churches and learn how to do community yeah. together and then learn how to multiply that out and be church. But that simple process, if, if anybody listening to me, yes. right? Oh. If they're in the workplace, they're at home, they're in the neighborhood, they're going out to the soccer field today, if you simply felt confident and prayerful yeah. uh, about just share your two-minute testimony, just, hey, can I share with you a story yeah. that changed my life? Um, most people will listen. And and no matter what their arguments are against God, yeah. they can't take your testimony. Yeah. So the power of the two-minute testimony, get with a friend and, and tell your story back and forth, time each other, get it down to yeah. two minutes, make sure that it makes sense, it's clear, so now you've got that as a tool everywhere you go. Then this bridge diagram stuff, I'm committed to the bridge diagram just because I literally can act it out. I can draw it in the sand. I can put it on a napkin. Yeah. I could describe it to you. I can move around a room and mm-hmm. say, I'm the bridge running from this side to that side. <laughs> you know, <laughs> And you've done all of this. And I've done all of this. <laughs> uh, and they're all, they, they, it just, it's a yeah, simple tool. So totally. now I have... I have my own testimony, can't be taken away yeah. from me. I've got a little tool to help yeah. you. And then I can invite, if I've got a little more time or ability, yeah. I can literally invite them, hey, let's read the Bible together and just see what God says yeah. from his word and just use that simple, what's it say about God and man? What do I obey, what do I share? And I could literally just start in the book of John, yeah. just say, hey, let's just do a chapter a week and read through it, answer those questions, and just talk about it. And literally through that process, let them get revelation about who God is, whether that is me discipling them since they came to the Lord or whether they don't even know the Lord. You easily can sit down and say, who who can I share with? And um, these simple processes done consistently change the world. Absolutely. But when they're not done, we walk around like limping Christians, wondering if we matter. It all turns introspective. Oh, totally. Two things real quick. One, (laughs) for those listening, I just want to say the thing, and this is not a pep rally about Jimmy, but but the thing that I've appreciated about you through the years is you are committed way more to the simple values of just spending time with God daily, sharing your faith regularly, I mean, we have conversations regularly sure. about like, oh, okay, this week we're going to go back on a on a sharing streak. Yes. And every day this week we're going to share, share the, gospel the gospel with somebody. Yeah. yeah. And I, I know the times when I've done that, we've talked about that. It always, bear, I mean, usually within the first two weeks, I yes. lead someone to Jesus. Yeah. Every time I get back on. Absolutely. And so yeah. I, I'm encouraged that you're a pastor who's not just about talking about it or even preaching about it, but right. more than that, you're committed to just 
living it yourself. And, and I mean, you say this also that your biggest struggle in life is really just doing the simple things on your exactly. own. And that's, but that's our highest calling also. And I find that the other thing you said, it was when I share the gospel, my wonderings about purpose and calling actually just start going down because exactly. I care less. Cause it's like, sure. I have someone to help. Yes. Like Absolutely. <laughs> I, I need to help them and then, and then they need to help somebody else. But yeah. when I'm actually consistently sharing the gospel, I just care. I care less about what my calling is or what my purpose on life. I'm, because yeah. this is our purpose, knowing him and making him known. All right. Here's a big topic. Uh, and we will we, we we have to pick this up. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, before the fall. Yeah. Life was simple. Adam and Eve walked and talked with God. They loved each other. They had purpose in co-partnering with God to rule and reign over yeah. the earth. Life was good. Life was straight mm. simple. Sin made life complex. Yeah. And Jesus came to make life clear again, yeah. right? Repent for the kingdom of God's at hand. And in Jesus, we are not becoming more complex. We're becoming more clear. Yes. I hate to say simple because people act like that's anti-intellectual. Yeah. No, I feel like Jesus brings incredible revelation that's beyond the intellect of, of the human yeah. mind, uh, let alone empowers the human mind by the Holy Spirit. But here's my point. If it doesn't get back to pre-fall simplicity, yes. it's not going to be life-giving. Yeah. So all the perusing you could do all day yeah. long about every complex issue in America, strategy, in the world, on your soul, yeah. in your past, in your present, you need to, it's <laughs> needful to apply that. the grace of God to those areas, yeah. but it's not central. Yes. Jesus is central. Jesus. My surrender and submission to yes. him is central. My loving obedience to him brings joy yeah. to me. Yes. Joy oh, absolutely. is is as close as a surrender and obedience to Jesus. Come on. And but trying to find joy in this life, in the complexity of me and my yes. world is constantly elusive. And absolutely and and I just think this key, you know, we talk about keys to the kingdom. This yeah. key about sharing the gospel is not only rescuing others, is not only an obedience to the Lord, yeah. but it's a it's a deliverance for you. It's freedom. Yeah, it's freedom for us as well. It's freedom. So I think that's the key. And when we really just commit ourselves to the simple daily, I'm going to meet with God. Yeah. I'm going to get his words for me. Absolutely. And then I'm going to share that with someone else. Yes. Help them to do that. Help them to Absolutely. do those exact same same things with other people. Yeah. And we do that in community. Mm -hmm. That's the church. Absolutely. It's not much more complicated than that. Right. Yeah. As many models or ideas people want to do, it's how do I love Jesus with all my heart and surrender and obedience? Love how do I share with someone else to do share. that and help them to share with someone else to do that? Mm-hmm. And then, and then whatever the complexity is, we can we can war together Absolutely. over those things. And there are complexities. And and we'll. And, but that Jesus already answered. So yes. Through His death, burial, and resurrection, and through the Holy Spirit. We have the tools, uh, but if you're if if we're not surrendered to the simplicity of the gospel, we can't address the complexity of it. Amen. Amen. Well, we're just getting into this conversation, so hopefully yep. we'll continue more later. Thanks yep. for sharing today. All right, love you guys. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode of Passion and Purpose, a podcast with Jimmy Cyber and the Antioch Movement. For more information, please visit jimmycybert.com and antioch.org. We'll see you next time.